good. So yeah, we're we're good to go. We'll put that in post production. Yeah. Put you on a on a different planet. Well, uh just like your back just like your background currently, Jeremy, uh nothing is permanent. And that's what we're here to, to talk about. It is uh, a podcast about the lack of permanency. The the lack oh. of uh, things being permanent because just like life, um, nothing lasts. Uh, my name is Ben Shaw. I'm uh, one of the co-hosts of Nothing's Permanent. I got Doctor Jeremy Miller. Uh, yeah, yeah, co-hosting uh, uh, Doctor Jeremy Miller. And we're going to dive into your uh, Ph, your your doctrines and your PhDs uh, here in a little bit. And then, uh, what, what first? What are you you are a man in the chair, right? You're the <laughs> the guy who's the, the, the pilot, the, the one that keeps the, the ship from crashing into the wall. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's when, right. When, that's me. When we, uh, when we originally started talking about wanting to do a podcast, it was because we have a plethora of people that we engage with, a plethora of people that we talk to, and a lot of information that a lot of tattoo artists could utilize. And it, it stimulated this desire to also create this like speaking event, you know, the this speaking summit we keep calling it and you know guys we were chatting last week or the week prior about getting ready for this we were talking about um what's the purpose of this podcast and and what's what's the what's it going to serve and uh like w- what's its mission and i think we kind of landed on something unique that this was just going to be a a temporary vehicle to get people to an event next year right get people to the New Mexico Tattoo Fiesta Speaking Summit. <laughs> Something that's that's uh, an event that will terminate this sucker. So I feel like it's kind of a, a unique prospect in that this is just a um, pilot beta uh, means to try and drive people to something by taking them on a journey. Yeah. We had kind of talked about some bringing some people in, talking about some people who want to have speak. I mean, what we want to bring these people in because we agree that they're, you know, filled with useful information, stuff that artists can utilize. Correct? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And I, I think it's important to point out, though, like, I've had a lot of people, everybody that I've asked about this and said, hey, are you interested? Uh, everybody seems to want to know, like, where's the money? Like, where are we making our money off of it? Uh, and oh, when I explained to right. them that, no, like, this is not, like, this is just for fun for us because we really love this industry and we love what we do. Uh, we care about the craft and we care about the people in it. And so we're wanting to do this not as a, a thing to grow a podcast to get millions of viewers and get paid by Spotify or YouTube or whatever, but really just to talk and uh, and get us up to this event where uh, everybody gets to kind of be in the same room and listen to some people that really have good knowledge that we don't have. So mm-hmm. I think there's value. Can you get paid really for important. podcasts? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a thing. Not me. <laughs> Not me. Uh, <laughs> no, I appreciate yeah, no, saying that. Cause I yeah. mean, I think it's... Yeah, I think it's really important, though, that we're... We really point out right off the bat, we're not here to try and sell something. We're not here to try and 
get a million views or listens or whatever and make money off of this. It is not for that purpose. Yeah, the purpose of it really is to get tattooers to come together uh, to gain knowledge from one another, uh, kind of in ways that we don't we don't already understand. We don't understand yet. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, uh, I'm a firm believer. I'm sure you guys are too. You know, the giving out value, right? And give, give, give out, um, give out as much as you can, right? Uh, when we when we try to have some sort of uh, purpose behind it or, or means or a, a desire to get something from it, then it becomes tainted. And, and I, I don't know, man. I feel like we can kind of eyeball that and see that pretty quickly. Um, to pick up on makes me think of just the tattoo process in general, right? Like if, mm -hmm. like yeah, we do tattoos for money because that's our careers, our jobs. We have to pay our bills, but when it becomes about making the money, that's when the creativity dies. Our work tends to suffer. Uh, our clients tend to go away, and uh, the employees at our shops all quit and like life starts to suck because we became so focused on what can I get out of this thing rather mm -hmm. than the idea of the reason I got, I got into it in the first place was to create something. Uh, so if we keep the focus on the creation like this, then good things come. If we switch it to mm -hmm. what can I get out of it? We go down. Mm -hmm. so it's quite simple. Well, I'll, I'll be, yeah, no, hundred percent. Yeah, definitely no monetary gain. I mean, I'll get out and hang out with some friends and, and shooting shit. And I think we've got you know some some cool concepts, some cool people we're going to bring on board uh, because they have skill sets outside of just tattooing. You know, I think the 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 value that people would get out of this, not to mention just to lead up to an event, is to learn all the other angles of the tattoo business to well for them to make money right so they can continue to do it and, and create things and uh, you know as 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 you know jeremy and and, and forrest you know even though you're you're not a tattoo artist you're very probably more versed in the tattoo industry than most it's not about just sending sin skin it's not just about needle to the flesh right there's so much more so much around that and i mean i think we're talking you know i know Matt hot hotel is really interested he is uh, the leader of Jackpot uh, Tattoo Community, right? It's like a, another online space similar uh, to other online spaces that are, well, no longer around like Launchpad. But uh, it's it's a community that's um, uh, really just built to kind of help tattooers identify their weak points, help bridge gaps, and for him to offer advice uh, from, you know, an experienced vantage point. Um, you guys know Matt, right? You've you've been engaged with him quite a bit. Oh yeah, and he, mm -hmm. uh, I'll, I'll tell you that Matt, just from my perspective, I think uh, has this great inner desire. He has this intrinsic drive to just reach more people, uh, and, and I know a lot of tattooers do. But with Matt, it's all about uh, like he sees the value of the community and wants to bring everybody together as much as possible, and. And, you know, we've, I've talked with Matt a bunch of times about uh, the importance of being able to charge for the things you're doing. Like, yes, you should be able to make some money because you're not able to tattoo when you're focused on this thing, right? So you should be able to make some money. Uh, and the idea of that with him always seems to just kind of sit wrong because 
he wants to be able to just give it all away. Uh, although you can't, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> like you have to pay your bills. Mm-hmm. Uh, the wife gets very mad when the bills don't get paid. <laughs> like for me, sure I would yeah. sleep on a couch <laughs> if I need to, but no, mm-hmm. like my wife wants to have a house. The kids mm-hmm. need rooms. So we got to pay the bills. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for Matt, he seems to want to give that information away as much as possible because he, he's got that uh, intrinsic value in, in just helping the community of artists. Uh, so mm-hmm. I, I can't wait to hear what he has to say uh, when I'm sitting back and listening to him, not not the other way around. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. He's, a, he's a good dude. I met Matt, I don't know, back in 2005 or six. He's a totally different person. Um, and I'd love to, you know, let him tell his story, but I mean, physically a different human being, mentally, spiritually, um, substance wise, right? You know, he was a, <laughs> uh, was a crazy mofo and lived that pirate lifestyle, lived the tattooer way and uh, kind of, I think at one point he, he said he kind of lifted his head up and realized that he had gotten nowhere, right? And tattooing, um, but nothing, nothing to show for beyond that. And, uh, but yeah, I'd love to let him kind of share that tale because I, I think we would love to have him speak at the, the speaking at the, the summit right next year. Yeah. He'd be a great addition. Uh, and, and I mentioned briefly that, um, you know, we, we, we've kind of dived into somebody else, but we, we're going to dive into us a little bit too, just so those who are listening kind of have more working knowledge of us. That way, you know, they want to know if they want to pay attention any longer. <laughs> uh, but I want to I want to talk about our man in the chair real quick because I mentioned a pre-existing uh, like an online platform uh, called Launchpad, which uh, Forrest, you were the administrator for. You did an amazing job. You're the community manager. You were able to steer that ship, which I mean, steering a a, a pilot platform out into choppy ocean sea or choppy waters you know in the open ocean and we're able to to really help kind of guide and keep us yeah. in control Shit. are you frozen oh there you are ben, yeah ben you seemed like you're the only one frozen there um I, I i you'd cut off at the point where you're like uh kind of sort of started talking about me like a pot something going off um mm. but yeah i don't, I don't know if you want to like pick up from there or like uh yeah. there well, I'm not sure in those yeah. situations what the recording like if it if it keeps going or if it gets like a little choppy. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's something that I'll uh, I guess I'll check on in the recording just to, so we know for for the future okay. like if it gets a little choppy yeah. and weird if like I that. Actually, froze or not? Yeah. Okay. Because the well, rule of thumb uh, is typically like as long as you can hear them, you're fine. Like uh, if your video gets crazy, so like I'm, I'm thinking that whenever the audio chops out like that, it might be like glitching in the recording as well. Um, so yeah, just keep, keep that in mind for this session at least. Okay. Yeah. 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 Beta. I get it. What I was saying, brother, is you <laughs> were able to take a, uh, a ship that had never been built before, or at least not in that concept or context in that manner. And we're able to help steer it into stormy seas, right? On choppy waters and help it, uh, at least find a horizon line. We're sailing to it for a, for a time. Right. And, and just, and then switching to another analogy, but just like coming through the door for the first time, you know, the 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 ship or the person through that door took the bullets, right? So you learned a lot of lessons from that. And um, I feel like that experience uh, really taught you a lot about our industry 
not to mention you already you know covered amazing tattoos so for <laughs> yeah you know, give us a little bit of background brother yeah i know i need more <laughs> i need more work <laughs> yeah i feel like that's that's kind of more my uh my resume is like i, I wear it under yeah, yeah. here like i'm always just like oh yeah that, that's what i feel like yeah might as well just like <laughs> but yeah that's uh <laughs> i got uh yeah so me i've just sort of always been I'm, I'm like a tattoo collector at heart really that's what i am under under everything like ben was saying i uh was working with tattoo smart had launched uh launchpad have experience like managing a studio um but really it all stemmed just from uh, tattoo collecting and just being uh, in love with tattooing at the heart of it all, really. I uh, I was I definitely had a fortunate start. I uh, got off on the right foot and met a really good like artist, both like artistically and just like as a human. Like, um, uh, yeah, his name's Brian Geckel. He was like an artist local to me. He's done a ton of work on me. Um, and yeah, he just really like kind of welcomed me. And um, he could, uh, I was definitely like interested and eager to learn more about tattooing. I was 18 and like super stoked getting my first tattoos and learning about it, just getting uh, exposed. And I could have gone to some like street shop, had a terrible experience and like had that whole way. But instead I got to, got to know Brian and he told me about like other artists and like conventions and just the community at large. And from there I was just like, I don't know, just dove really deep and, um, so yeah, by the time I graduated college, I was like all in on tattooing, starting my leg sleeve, uh, well, getting tattooed rather, I guess, collecting. Uh, so yeah, I just really went uh, head, uh, I guess, dove headfirst right into it. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, since then, I haven't really looked back. Like I graduated college, got really into tattoo collecting, started going to conventions all over the country. And then from there, I was like, well, I hate spending time in this office during my job. And it's I'm miserable two thirds of the time. And I love when I'm out like getting tattooed or like on Instagram trying to find like the next big artist to follow and be a fan of and stuff like that. Um, so like early on in life, I was like, well, I'm just going to change my trajectory now, dive into something that I love and actually be able to like fully invest myself that way. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where I've been like figuring my, figuring out my way in all of this since then. Like I said, I uh, managed a studio for a little while um, and then got connected with uh, Russ uh, and was working at Tattoo Smart, worked sort of just part of the team for a while. And then Launchpad became like my full focus. And uh, that's how I got connected with you guys. And it's really, like you said, blown up. I learned a shitload through that experience. And um, yeah, it was amazing. Good, bad, ugly, like amazing. Like it, it, was, it was a great experience to uh, to learn really quickly, too. Like that's the thing. It was lasted about a year and. Um, there was like the building phase, which was kind of slow and uh, strategic. But once we launched and like got to connect with members like you guys and all the other people who were a part of it, it was just a lot of like, I don't know, a lot of cool information and ideas and just like trying to move forward. And um, yeah, and that's kind of like the I'm excited that like we've been able to spark that kind of movement of like, oh, well, now there is this exchange of ideas and connections and um, yeah, so Launchpad's over yeah. now. I'm sure they all know the story, but that that momentum is still rolling, and yeah, that's kind of what's going on here in the room. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I, I want to just point out. I want to point out real quick that like, even though there was some controversy around, you know, we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about this stuff at some point, but there was controversy. But Launchpad at a time when there's a lot of things that suck about the industry. Let's just be frank about that. There's a lot of things that are going in a direction that we don't like and uh, and 
really like make me sad from a tattooer perspective. Uh, but a launchpad came in and reinvigorated the idea of community among artists and bringing us together. Uh, and, and someone like yourself who is not an artist. So if you got out of something like that and got your desk job, the, the community, the industry wouldn't have uh, an impact from you. You'd be a, a collector. You'd be a client. But Definitely. instead, Launchpad was there to kind of help uh, guide us into like what a good future could look like where we work together. You're part of that, man. It's awesome. <laughs> Even when I when I did a, an interview with Russ yeah. uh, and, and you helped me to get it all set up, it was awesome. It made it uh, – it's not my skill set. So it really <laughs> made it yeah. a lot easier to be able to work with somebody like you. So I appreciate it. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's definitely been the struggle of like, yeah, how does a uh, non <laughs> uh, for us? Because yeah. just like Jim Thanks, said, I mean, even navigating this platform is it's yeah. not always in our tattoos. We spend a lot of time. Well, I spend a lot of time tattooing and, and such. Jeremy's trying to get like nineteen hundred degrees. So I'm trying to go for an engineering degree. We'll talk about it in a second. Uh, but no, Forrest, um, I, I think it's going to be invaluable for people listening or watching this to want to get your perspective because you are the perfect client. Right, you are the the perfect client that we all want because you care about tattooing, you care about the tattoo artists, and you, like you said, you get excited about looking for tattoo artists to follow, uh, looking for tattoo artists to engage with. Like that's what we want, right? Is clients who love and appreciate the craft and what we do and who we are, and investing yeah. in quality, raising that watermark. You're the one that pushes us to go to that next level. So I know getting your perspective on tattooing is gonna be huge. Um, simultaneously yeah. your knowledge with Launchpad, the good, the bad, the ugly, like you said, I mean, that's going to be great for everyone to learn those, those little tidbits and secrets and, and the, that 10,000 foot slightly outside of the industry yeah. perspective yeah. that we don't see because we're in it. Right. And um, I think you're going to, like I said, bring a, another level of, of knowledge. That's just going to be, I don't think, you know uh, how much value you're going to bring yeah. um, to this conversation <laughs> and everyone we bring in here. I'm just happy to be here. We talked to you, you engaged with, they hosted, and and helped manage at some point. So it's going to be like hanging out with homies. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. To, uh, so I started out doctor PhD, but you know, I know it's a I, I don't know if it's a PhD because uh, it's not physical. You're, it's a doctor of sorts, but uh, just, just uh, right. so just a, a little intro, uh, uh, Jeremy. Your Jeremy's my business coach too. We met on Launchpad, right? We did. It was we cool. Did. It was. Yeah. It was uh, you know, uh, I got to know you through, well, initially Launchpad and then through the business coaching, and, and that's turned into more of like a friendship and uh, camaraderie. Yeah. And I'm not going to steal your thunder about your, your background, but, you know, from there, I've learned a, a lot of value from you. And I will say, when I first, the doctor, Dr. Jeremy Miller was like, you know, like, what's the doctor doing here, you know, but, but it's not just a, it's not a physical doctor. It's a doctor of, of other things. So give us your resume, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Well, well, dude, it's, uh, similar to everything with Forrest, like the idea that Launchpad was there to kind of connect us, right. Uh, bring kindred spirits together. Uh, in my opinion, it was extremely valuable because I got to meet people that really invigorated, reinvigorated my passion for tattooing and uh, reminded me of why I got into it to begin with. Uh, I'm, I've been tattooing for 20 years. I own a shop in Austin called Pigment, uh, Austin, Texas. Uh, we've been here for about 14 years, uh, but I now tattoo about one or two days a week. 
Um, uh, I specialize in just stupid, goofy cartoon tattoos. They're amazing, and I, I cool. love every minute of it because they're just fun. Uh, I don't want to do serious stuff. I want to do, uh, I want to do stuff that people laugh at when they see it, and stuff that people just smile. Right. That that to me brings a lot of joy. Uh, so I really enjoy that. Uh, but in addition to that, I also, yes, I do have a PhD. Uh, I have a, an MBA and a PhD in industrial and organizational psychology. So no, I'm not a medical doctor, uh, but I am a doctor of psychology. So that's kind of cool sometimes. Uh, but if you say, is there a doctor in the house? No, <laughs> that's not me. I can't help you. I probably screw up CPR. But yeah, I still do have the doctorate, so it's cool. Uh, but I, I also own a coaching and consulting company. I do some business coaching for tattoo shop owners uh, as well as other industries, but really I'm trying to kind of align to uh, helping this industry more. Uh, but I do what's called process management system auditing. So all these companies around the world have these certificates that they voluntarily apply for. Uh, I go into these companies and say, yes, you can have your certificate. Uh, essentially doing inspections for things like quality management, environmental health and safety management, uh, aerospace management, and now more recently, uh, it's cosmetics manufacturing. And we're actually working with tattoo ink manufacturers to help them get certified to the standard to show that they're uh, meeting requirements for new laws, uh, signaling to the FDA that uh, FDA can be confident that they are uh, ensuring safety substantiation throughout their entire line of products to make sure that the general public is safe. So I go in from the inspector side mm -hmm. some days of the week and the rest of the days of the week, I'm doing uh, the creative fun stuff where I get to wear a t-shirt. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so my life's nuts. It's all over the place. I got five kids. My wife's mad that I'm not home enough, yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Five kids. That's me. Sometimes I do, uh, like, I don't have an office. It's amazing. Yeah. It's, I don't have an office. Like when in 2020, <laughs> well, my wife got pregnant in 2020 and uh, unexpectedly we had twins. So that was number four <laughs> and five and they took my office. So in, in 15 years, they're going to be listening to this podcast saying, oh, let's go listen to our dad. And I'm going to be complaining about them because they took my office. So sometimes I'll do my, I'll do Zoom calls from my bedroom and got the baby monitor screaming. But is there a baby ben, next you're going to tell us about you. No, not today. Uh, yeah. Tell us about uh, you. Oh, well, yeah. I'll, yes, I'll, I'll I'll try to uh, I'll try to beat these these two great uh, resumes. You know, yeah, I'm a tattooer as well, <laughs> tattooing for I've been creeping up on 24 years now. It's kind of it's kind of daunting to think that uh, a good quarter a century right of, of slinging ink. 14 of those years, just like yourself, Jeremy, have been owning a tattoo studio. But I found this uh, not weird passion, but just this desire to help protect the tattoo industry uh, when it came to well, laws and regulations. Right? And in 2013, you know, whilst building a studio, really trying to navigate, just like anyone, like the, the, the regulations that we have in our state. Right? We, we all want to just tattoo and, and enjoy our day, but then we got you know health inspectors walking in and, and telling us things that they don't know shit about. 
right? So I wanted to get involved with that and try and help guide them, which through a series of just basically like uh, getting voluntold or, or at least like, hey, you should do this. And a series of events led me into sitting on a state board position, eventually well, creating a state board through a legislative session and learning a lot about those processes from the inside of state government. Uh, but being inside of state government, uh, you realize how broken that all is. And so I, I learned a lot about what not to do. And I love what you were just saying uh, a, a little bit ago, um, Jeremy, about being on the inspector side of helping uh, industries kind of um, understand how to come into compliance. Because that's now my position. After getting out of the state and getting involved with the APT, the Alliance Professional Tattooists, now a current board member, now I'm trying to step up and be the industry side communicator to the inspectors. Um, that's literally been doing the last, well, back in, two, once, once the pandemic slowed down and we kind of came back to, to reality uh, or some form of it, we, just like you said, there, there's these new federal laws that are coming out. Yeah, there's yeah, this new reality we're in. These new federal laws are upon us. So, so trying to help um, be at the forefront of that, trying to be a, uh, as we've navigated in, in other conversations, the protector of tattooing by standing at the front lines with the shield and we need to at least start the communications between our perceived enemy, which could, could potentially be regulations, you know, we don't know, um, and be ready to fight if need be. And just recently, I put in a, uh, uh, I had to put in a, um, an abstract. I was asked to go to the National Environmental Health Association's Body Art Model Code Conference uh, and go and play games with them. Go play role-playing games. But they want me to go and uh, do role-playing with the inspectors and help teach them how to talk to tattoo artists because they're terrified of us. You know, like they're, they're scared when they, well, just like when AFTO, we went to that conference back in, uh, in March. Yeah. Do you remember that? Well, they want me to do that in, yeah, at, in, in uh, yeah. Pittsburgh next year and, and try to teach That's inspectors awesome. that. So, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I mean, tattooing is my love, my passion, uh, husband and father, you know, I got, uh, yes, my wife's perpetually upset, but simultaneously she loves the shit. I mean, I'm awesome. It's <laughs> awesome to have her and put up with, put up with me as a tattooer. Cause, uh, God knows we're always abroad. We're always doing something and we're always doing um, uh, something that's distracting, but she's still there for me. My kids are awesome. I, I got kids old enough to pretty much take care of themselves almost. Um, but, the, you know, the the idea of this podcast came from a lot of conversations that we were identifying through all these changes that are going on, especially this past year. You know, once this new uh, federal law, and we keep mentioning it, you know, the, the Modernization of Cosmetic Regulation Act, which is scooping and pulling tattooing into cosmetics officially, has has stimulated this whole new awareness that um, we're not underground, we can't just ignore things, and that the government's going to step in and start yeah. uh, potentially over-regulating our products and, you know, potentially how we operate in the future. And so we've been having these these conversations. We started off at Launchpad, right? We met Boris, we met each other, and we started to engage with people around the country and their perspectives on everything. And then from there, we met some amazing people. And these amazing people uh, maybe maybe don't have the ability to share all their information with everybody. And I think that's the purpose of this, right? Is to is to like try and bring 
these amazing people who have these unique skill sets, um, like Ryan Roy in financial uh, financial management. Um, like I so said, I'd love to get Mr. Abbott back on here. His business management is uh, next level, right? Uh, Matt Hodell, Selena Medina, man, she's she's like a, a tattoo scientist, right? Um, be able to 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 yeah, share this information with people. Um, oh God, right? Oh yeah, man. His his uh, <laughs> like yeah, you know he he he's got a whole skill set, a whole world of knowledge that tattooers don't even understand. They don't even know we need yet. Right? <laughs> uh, one day we'll look back and like, man, do you believe we just does just sit there for hours and hours and weird angles? You know. <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah uh, what we're uh, doing to ourselves. I feel like but, the, you brought something up a minute ago. Oh, man. Uh, well, a minute ago you were talking about your your wife uh, loving what you do, and that made me. Well, Ben's frozen. <laughs> ben, are you there? Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. <laughs> Just with you. <laughs> so, so a minute ago you were talking about your wife. Uh, yeah definitely having those frustrations of, you know, how much you work and you're all over the place, but loving what you do. And it made me picture uh, talking to my wife about my job and about my career. And I can talk to her about the shop and about like what's going on. And, you know, eyes are glazing over. She doesn't like, she might care, but it's not her world. So, so she's not that involved in it. But when I'm sitting on our couch and I'm watching TV while I'm drawing, uh, I'll look over and catch her just watching me. And that's the creativity that mm. I, I don't know why. Like she just loves seeing that because I start to light up, right? I might be drawing and I'm not even, we're not talking, but I'm smiling because I'm creating something that really gets me excited. Uh, but when you talk about the purpose of this and, and what we're doing and bringing all these people together, I, I try to look at it as what in the future will stifle that creativity and prevent me from being able to do that, uh, that work that makes me smile, uh, that work that she sees as, as truly valuable for me, uh, what, will, what will slow that down? And really government overreach is, is one of the biggest things, but yeah. it's also all these other little things. Like you brought up Ryan, uh, Ryan helps with financial management. If we don't keep our finances in order and be good stewards of our of our resources, then we're going to become more focused on having to make more money to pay our bills. And that takes focus off the creativity. Mm -hmm. Same thing with uh, if your back starts hurting, if your hands start hurting, all of that gets in the way. Uh, if uh, like I've had a, a mass exodus where half my staff quit at once. We'll talk about that a bunch, I'm sure. But uh, talking to Russ... Russ has good insight on how to run a good business. When you do that, it takes the pressure off the business and allows you to be more creative. It opens up that window and that door for you to be able to, mm -hmm. to see why creativity gets you further. And I think that's really the true purpose of all this, even though we might not be talking technical tattooing application. It might not be saying, oh, this is how you draw better. Uh, we're looking at all the other things that impact our lives as tattooers. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Well, you're right. I mean, uh, that's what really can suck the life out of it. Like, if you sit down, you get to, like, man, um, no, no, uh, no, no problems with it. But like this morning, I've been working on this portrait. I'm making it for my wife, right? And and like, I was like, yeah, I want to work on it this morning. But oh man, I gotta, I gotta 
get ready for this podcast and oh i gotta i gotta get this ready for this trip i'm going on you know like it, it, we have all these other things that can really suck out that like all i want to do is draw yeah, yeah it's not a draw and yeah. i think as we um, learn better habits and you know that that i hate the word or work-life balance right people say like oh you gotta find this work-life balance there's never balance or it's just it's just finding uh the appropriate times to do things but through yeah bringing people in that could help us know how to stress less on finances stress less on business stress less on regulations uh will give us more freedom for uh well for us to pretend like we can draw because uh, i'd love to eventually get into how we won't need to draw one day because there'll be just computers that do it for us. Yeah. Our clients won't even ask for artwork. <laughs> <laughs> They'll just say, can you put this on me? Because <laughs> uh, uh, we know that. I did have too. somebody bring yeah. in an AI sleeve yesterday. Yep. <laughs> Shite. Yeah. <laughs> Was it cool? Yeah, I had a client. And he came to me wanting, like, definitely wanting my style. And he showed oh. it to me, and I was uh, the first thing I told him was, "Man, I can't match AI. I can't beat it. Like, I'll draw you something yeah. that's like out of my head, but I, I can't keep up with that." And fortunately, yeah. he understood that, and that's great. But how mm-hmm. long is it going to be before people say, "I know, like this did it better than you," and we don't want yeah. your stuff. Like, keep your stupid little cartoons. <laughs> like, do this. This is better. Well, we we dabbed on this a little bit before. In the in the kind of the prerequisite that you know some people will want that right that human created aspect, yeah. but I think it's like having conversations like this that kind of keep the will keep the conversation going that uh, you know that we don't completely lose contact with the next generation of collectors you know we don't lose contact yeah. completely with the future forests and they end up just going like oh yeah yeah I just get my artwork designed by an AI program like like you'd be appreciative of getting tattoo work from jeremy miller or you know um or you know bob tyra or insert you know tattoo artist name right so i think it's important that we keep these conversations well start them and keep them going um do you guys like watch yeah. a lot of other podcasts like tattoo or podcasts that are out now are you guys paying attention to any of those I've been uh, I've been watching not the whole thing but catching the little snippets uh, yeah. of Honest Tattooer, and mm-hmm. I love those guys. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I did listen to Tattoo Guardians, but I don't think they put a new one out in quite some time. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, but I, there's a few more that just kind of here and there picked up little different ones. Uh, but mm-hmm. I just love the conversation around it all. What about you? Yeah. Yeah. No, same thing. I catch those, those snippets of the honest tattooers and good dudes. Uh, I did get an interview with them earlier, and like I, don't know, I think when they were kind of still new, you told me about them, Jeremy. So I, we reached out, and connected, and we did a we did an, a virtual version, which they don't like to do. Which we were honestly spent most of the time navigating technical issues, and I think maybe only like <laughs> twenty minutes of the conversation got recorded. But good group of dudes, you know, they were really. Um, you know, like really nice, really polite, apologizing the whole time. Um, love to make my way out to New York one day, and and we should go there and, and visit them. And yeah, um, I haven't haven't seen a um, Guardians in a minute either. But I mean, I know there's a couple other ones, and I just I'm just curious what the conversations are surrounding and talking about, and if there's you know a thread that's going through them because I think these are like any sort of podcast, any sort of communi- communication, it's just us discussing the 
the the vibes of the industry, like what's going on and what's affecting us today. Yeah. Um, what are our concerns for tomorrow, and what can we do to um, improve them or at least invo- avoid them, right? Yeah. Avoid negative issues. So, uh, yeah, um, yeah I'd, I'd be down to I, do I, some recon. Like, I like the Honest Tattooer podcast because, well. Yeah, man. I, I like theirs because I feel like they are really trying to take the honest approach, like they say in the name, right? They want to just talk about it. Uh, but a lot of the stuff that I keep seeing isn't necessarily podcasts uh, or even conversations, but it's like uh, a lot of the TikTok kind of culture where you've got like a short 30 second video and that's really all you're getting uh, from someone talking about their own life or just talking to themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in that, I see. I see a trend of a lot of complaining, uh, a lot of people really complaining about being slow mm-hmm. or about not being able to do the style they want uh, or, or even just about how hard tattooing is. But that drives me nuts because, yeah, it's hard. It's not supposed to be easy, but it's such a rewarding career mm-hmm. intrinsically when you get this this motivation for for just being able to live your life as a creator. Uh, there's you know the whole old adage of like the starving artist. We are not that. Um, our, our version of starving is that uh, we didn't get to eat out for all three meals today. We had to bring our lunch one day. Like that's not starving. Like we're still able to pay our bills and make good money. Uh, but there's a whole lot of complaints and simultaneously uh, a lack of hustle. And I think there's a I think that's a taboo word now. You can't say hustle, uh, but really, it, like get out and work. <laughs> yeah. No, no, that's terrible. Don't say that. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't what know. does that mean? I feel like it's uh, uh, <laughs> it's creeping in. Mm-hmm. No, you're talking about well, just that. That's always been tattooing, right? It's always it's hard practice. Parts of the year are slow, yeah. parts of the years are not, and you're always trying to do something cool, but you got to pay your bills. And I, th- I don't think this has ever changed. It's just yeah. how we're taught to deal with it, how we're able to process yeah. it. Right? And you, know, you can see this. That's another conversation I think we'll have is that divide between the, the older generation and the newer generation of of basically the, the more rough and tumble you know, using words like yep. hustle and grind and just suck it up versus, you know, how it hurts. I don't like it. When do I get, you know, like, just give it to me kind of thing. Um, there, you oh, know, there needs to be some sort that. of like, <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, you know, like it's, nothing's permanent. But yeah, no, it'll be I, my I second canceling. Conversations oh and, man, and, and that, <laughs> it, needs, it needs to be honest too. You know, obviously to a degree that's not offensive, yeah. but um, but yeah, uh, you know, we we talked about Matt. You know, um, throwing out a quick list of folks like uh, I briefly mentioned. You know, uh, Russ Abbott's shown interest. Um, Selena Medina, Ryan Roy, Jordan Signorelli. Um, you know, I know that, uh, like even Mike Chambers would be cool to kind of get his perspective. I love that, the, the sober tattooer life uh, mentality, um, even getting some like, uh, Sean Brown, like we should get him in here, man, and talk about, you know, what's going on the, the high level and the manufacturing side. 
Um, even uh, I in chat with Big talk Sleep. About actual manufacturing. Yeah. 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 Why don't we Why don't we hit yeah. real quick on uh, on what this summit is? What it actually means? Mm. I don't think mm-hmm. we said that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's, that's good. It's good so you brought that up because. It. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I. It's funny, man, because that's where I feel like this is carving that out. You know, again, man, like. Yeah. I don't know what next year is going to look like, technologically, economically. You know, we, we have, so just, you know, the, the, the setting and the, the scenario, the scene is July, uh, well, 9th through the 14th, there's going to be a tattoo convention called the New Mexico Tattoo Fiesta in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And in it, we are going to be hosting several days of seminars. And, you know, what I mean, knowing what's going to look like, is it going to be an in-person event, which obviously there'll be people there, but how virtual are we going to make it as well? Because with the the just vastly accelerating techno- technology and people's ability to digest information uh, virtually and digitally would be um, could be how we push and engage people to go to it, right? Like whether it's like instead of hey, get your ticket and go there, or Hey, on this date, book your or uh, uh, you know mark your calendars and, and hop online and, and such. But yeah, essentially, yeah, we're creating a space uh, to to bring a lot of speakers together to um, culminate and cooperate and provide a a a story, if you will. I love your analogy, uh, like what reading a book and each chapter builds upon a story of the tattooer's life, uh, life, business, career, all the aspects of it. I think one of the 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 selling points for it will it will be unlike other speaking or continuing education conferences for tattooing because it will be curated, it will be um, yeah. it'll be organized, right? It'll be prepared. Each speaker will be succinct and trained, right? We're going to go and approach it like a TEDx, where there's going to be preparation yeah. for those presentations. There'll be a lot of um, uh, uh, synergy throughout it. You're not gonna you're not gonna get the same thing from each person. You're gonna get golden nuggets from each person, and that way you can add that to your toolbox for your tattoo career. And and from yeah, I'd love to get you know, yeah. some tattooing techniques in there. But but like we said, from from health to business to to, to to finance to to all the aspects of it. So and so that's that's what the summit is, right? And um, you know what it's <laughs> gonna it's look like exactly. With the tattoo convention. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. That's but, the the first. But it's not. It's not overlap. Show. No. Yeah. Nope. No. Good point. Uh, yeah. The the we have spaces reserved Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, leading up to the tattoo convention Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So it's uh it all the attendees won't have to won't have to um, choose seminars over tattooing. Uh, and if anything, the I believe that uh, the theme yeah. I'd like to really discuss, and this is something we could push through the year, is to how to make the most money at the New Mexico Tattoo Fiesta for all the attendees, right? You know, from from making sure that you're, you know, yeah. take care of your body to, to promoting yourself right for the show to, you know, um, putting your money in the right place the whole time. Like, like how to ma- basically go through this three days of training and optimize um, that three days at the convention. And how to really, you know, um, um, make the most out of it, uh, physically, monetarily, spiritually, 
um, um, you know, network wise, right. You know, um, come away with the most out of a convention because we know, you know, when we go to shows and we're in that arena, we're in that isolated, um, uh, energy of just excitement. It just skyrockets our career. It skyrockets our motivation. And it's usually like those little evolutionary quantum leaps that take us to that next level. And, and also essentially that's, that's the idea, man, is to, Let's get that launch pad. That that launching pad. I find that after yeah, I find that after every convention I do for the next week I do the best work I've ever done. It's mm. if I go to mm-hmm. a convention where there's uh there's really that good vibe, then I'm doing great work there at the convention. Like I was just in France last weekend at the Avion convention, uh surrounded by these incredible artists. Uh People that have been tattooing longer than me, people that have just started tattooing, but all just amazing energy in this place around that creative vibe. So the tattoos that I'm doing are, I feel like for me, they're stepping it up a notch. And then I get home and I look at this tattoo that I'm about to do yesterday and I had it this big and I said, you know what? No, let's, let's make it huge. And I, instead of doing a one shot, like I normally do, I blew this thing up and now this, it's a friend of mine. His name's Yogi. He's a great tattooer here in Austin. Uh, he, he's got this gigantic Game Boy rib panel that we started and lined out. Instead of doing that single shot, three hour, four hour tattoo, that poor guy is now going to suffer through 10 hours. <laughs> but it's stepping it up for me. And it's not something that I would have done if, if I had not been at that show around these people that are inspiring me to push myself artistically and creatively. So I think with this, um, even when you look at like conventions of the past that I've always told my artists, like, I want you to do seminars. Um, I even tell, I give all of my artists in my shop a thousand dollars a year towards any kind of continuing education. They do it. Give me the receipt. I'll pay them back for it. Uh, they don't always take me up on it, but the offer's there. We go to Detroit every year for the motor city show and, Nobody ever takes any seminars because they're always at the same time as the tattoos that they're supposed to be doing. So it's make money or learn a little bit. And when you spent $3,000 to get there, you got to make some money back. So I feel like doing all of these, uh, it's a collection, if you will, of seminars that are organized in a strategic fashion uh, to, to really have the most impact and the most value leading up to the show, not overlapping on top of the show gives artists the ability to suck up as much knowledge as possible in a, uh, a an environment of giving back and, and of learning and then take those things they learn and apply them at the show uh, or when they go home right i think it gives the best of both worlds for everybody so i'm stoked about it yeah yeah that and we've we've all navigated that. you identified it, and um, definitely, I look forward to seeing this giant uh, Game Boy rip panel too. Uh, it sounds like it's going to be an epic tattoo. It is huge. Uh, <laughs> <The> poor guy. <laughs> uh, well, um, you whined a lot, but he's you know, set like I, a rock. I, <laughs> nice. That's awesome. That's really dope. Um, Cool. Well, uh, you know, I, I feel like maybe we could kind of navigate into like why I, I really want to talk about, you know, the, the title real quick, just about nothing's permanent because it, yeah. it, even though it was at first kind of a working title 
it, and it wasn't something I created. It was actually a, a title my friend Carlos did, who's going to help us kind of get all this uh, podcast information or podcast recordings onto all the other uh, podcast platforms. It really resonates because, you know, nothing's permanent. Tattoos, is we, we believe they're permanent, right? The, we, we consider them permanent. They're actually more permanent than we are. Right? We know that our bodies regenerate every eight to ten years, and our cells are constantly dividing and changing. And that the ink molecules are being held into place by our immune system, our macrophage, right? And it's older than we are, but it's only as permanent as we are. Right? And we're, we're all temporary beings, and we're all going to eventually return to the dust. And it kind of plays into, you know, the fact that this is a temporary podcast. You know, this is uh, built specifically just to, to bring value and bring attention and bring awareness to this event upcoming. Uh, and and really give those that maybe need a platform to speak on speak from. And you know, who knows if anyone's going to watch this or not? You know, like if not, it doesn't matter because I think it's just a good practice for us to again to share, commune, and document these conversations. Because moving forward, um, who knows, man? This information can be passed down to, to folks who can can really use it uh, to improve. Um, you know. The, their life, their career, their craft, and um, yeah. you know, get, get some sort of waypoints that they maybe not had gotten before. So um, yeah, I'm excited yeah. to this, guys. Yeah, this this was fun. Me too. It was Me kind too. of it's a well, and fun, uh, this one, this one is kind of our intro, right? It's our introduction to all of it. But kind of moving into the next kind of phases of this. Uh, I don't know who we're planning on bringing in for the the first one, but you've already run through a list of different potential people that we've been talking to. Uh, but I'm looking forward to to getting somebody in here and just talking to them about what they do and learning from them uh, and, yeah. and kind of figuring yeah. out how we can take all that to the next step. So mm-hmm. next time should mm-hmm. have a guest. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, no, hundred percent. No, no. I, I mean, I know like, um, I, and I'm sure you even talked to him. Matt's been, He's really interested, so I think he and and Jordan, yeah. right? We could we could probably talk to them real soon. So we'll uh, reach out to them. I will be out of country uh, next week and on a totally different time zone. So um, uh, as soon as I get back, I'll want to jump back into that. But uh, just keep in mind, I'll be tell us what you're doing, Ben. Uh, in, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I'm gonna fly to India. Uh, and it's stressing me out because I got a, I got a weird text this morning that your, your flight should be on time due to construction at the Dallas airport, but, uh, flying to India to go speak at a, essentially like a, a world peace summit. It's a, it's an ashram for Tukurji Maharaj's, well, death date, which is like the, the celebration of his life. And I've been asked to go and speak to 700,000 people, um, about well it's mostly about unity in in the human and being that tattooing has a um you know it, it, we we are unique in the sense that just like for us you know you you're looking at people to 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 give you this tattoo and you appreciate and respect them but they're also giving you something right and it's something about you that's yeah. coming out from your inside onto your body right it's like this you build this real interesting bond, connection, and relationship between the tattooer and the the, the collector, and I think that's important. Um, that that goes beyond like a business, the industry. 
the job, the money. It's just like human connection and and, and unity. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna speak about that <laughs> to a degree, you know, to, to uh, 700,000 folks. And it's gonna be a series of speaking translation, speaking translation, and uh, and yeah, a whole whole bunch of stuff. So it hasn't hit yet. I think once I I get off of the plane and I see monkeys and elephants running around, I'll I'll really uh it'll hit home that I'm there. So. <laughs> But yeah, once I get back, man, we'll man, sit down. You should, you should have learned your whole speech in Hindi so you didn't have to have a translator. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it was on my to-do list, but <laughs> on time. Uh, it, it didn't quite happen. <laughs> so next time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, 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 I'm stoked for you. You're going to have a blast. I can't wait to see the pictures and hear all about it, man. I wish I was going with you. Well, you, you always could. It's going mean, to change. I think you've been there a couple times, so. <laughs> yeah, I love India. It's amazing, dude. So, I'll uh, I'll make sure to document it as much as I can. So, all right, gentlemen. So, I uh, well, well, I think eventually, kind of figure out some good intro and and outro. Uh, but I think it was a great, good initial conversation. Yeah. Some good sound bites. Some good sections yeah. to highlight. Um, good in- introductions of each other. And kind of the mission statement, uh, you know, great job reminding about the summit because I think we get a real good analogy to that. You know, what what separates it from oh, other yeah. events, um, and the uniqueness about it being a temporary thing. So, uh, anything else that you guys want to add or or uh, communicate or or navigate? Before we kind of wrap it up for the first one. No. Um. No, yeah, we don't. It's not like we have like an official Forrest like type of sign off. Are you there, buddy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you hear me? Actual recording. I can hear you. Well, I know. Man, I feel like, like you're, is, you're like behind a little bit of a delay. It seems while. like. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Because Jeremy, you can hear me, right? Are you there? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh okay. And yeah, Forrest. There. Yeah. Oh Ben, That's you can't. I can hear yeah. Forrest, but you can't, Ben. No. <laughs> <laughs> huh that's weird that's uh weird. jeremy have you ben, been experiencing like a delay a delay with ben at all jeremy i just can't hear for it yeah okay mm. i'm gonna i'm gonna translate it's gonna be a good test for forest <laughs> yeah. right. forest is talking ben can't hear him uh, ben can hear me and i can hear both of you uh so oh, i'm the i feel like i'm a divorced uh, child of divorce <laughs> yeah mediator <laughs> talking you know you're dad. you're like a you're like a medium uh, you're talking to like a, go- a dead dad right now or something uh, <laughs> you're like a psychic uh, medium what's up for us he needs to get his ass up in here and start getting <laughs> Ben said, Forrest, you need to get your ass up in here. <laughs> yeah, I can hear Ben. That's that's weird that he can't hear me. Okay. So Forrest can hear you, Ben, but you can't hear him. But there is a – I am experiencing a delay with Ben. So I'll talk, oh, okay. and then uh, it takes like a second or two, and then Ben realizes that I said something. So I don't know where that delay is. So, yeah. That's, I was I was experiencing it too, so I was to trying out. to make sure – yeah, yeah, that's why I have I have this written down to like figure that's out why like. there is this delay with Ben and now now this thing with my feed for some reason. Um yeah. but thankfully so it didn't ben interrupt. Forrest it. said that he <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Forrest said that he uh he has taken notes of this and uh, it didn't interrupt the podcast, so we're good there, but he's gonna try and figure it out because this this is a newly discovered issue. <laughs> yeah. Although the kind of delay aspect we could hear earlier. So 
Yeah. Um, yeah, I I guess if he wants to like do any type of like sign off, that's all that's really like left for me. Review and and touch base (laughs) when like, yeah, I'm going to leave and come back and kind of go over notes in preparation for the subsequent. Perfect. Let's just do that. Sounds good. (laughs) All right, cool. Awesome guys. Well, uh, dude, I had a great time and I can't wait to talk more. <laughs> yeah. 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 Same here. Sounds good. I know I Ben's agree, got a hard, hard sign on. Good job. Too. Yeah. All right, guys. Cool. We'll, we'll talk soon. Thank you much, cool. fellas. Thanks, guys. See you. Later. Later.